Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back to Invest in Yourself, the podcast series. I'm, of course, your host with the most, the man, the myth, the legend. I am, of course, Phil Better, the podcast mogul. And this show is about me teaching you how to be a better podcaster, how to grow your podcast, and eventually how to monetize it. I also have guests on, but this week is not, this episode is not a guest-filled episode. This is just me chatting with you about whether or not your podcast should be on youtube we already got some comments in here of course my man the legend himself adam is in the house adam thank you for being a loyal listener viewer and all that fun stuff if you're commenting on my facebook page uh, sometimes i can't see you but if you are commenting or if you are watching remember hashtag live hashtag replay if you're watching on the replay always love seeing those comments always love seeing you guys interact so thank you so much for being part of the show without you guys I don't have anybody to talk to and it's kind of scary but anyways we are talking about whether or not your podcast should be on youtube so is it worthwhile is it not we're gonna go over some pros some cons and all that fun stuff now um of course this podcast is fueled by you guys so if you have questions make sure you put them in the comments make sure you put them on the social medias if you're re you're listening to this as a podcast you're not viewing this live and i'll be more than happy to answer all of those um so let's look at this podcasting youtube you're already on apple you're on spotify you're on acaster amazon google and all those fun stuff should you be on youtube well here's a little stat for you there are more than 30 million people on YouTube every day. So it is by far the most used platform for streaming music, video, podcasts as of 2020. What I mean by this, it is 70% of people who consume podcasts do it on YouTube. So why not go where they are? You have to remember each of the other platforms that you use they they they're just like social media there's certain people that use it and certain people who don't so you have to figure out where your audience is having a youtube channel that's not bad a lot of big youtubers have a podcast and they use their youtube channel to promote it so you can promote it as well but we'll go into that you know there's different ways you can do your podcast um you know and you know, it's YouTube is free again, and it's a great place because if you get a certain level, you know, everybody talks about monetizing on YouTube. So if you get that thousand followers there and you get the 40, 4,000 4, hours of watch time, you can start monetizing your, your podcast. So we have some passive income coming from when you, you do it. So there's a benefit there. Just right there, you have the benefit of monetization if you reach and if you promote it properly, which again will be future episodes. We're going to talk about that. Um, but let's go into some pros about YouTube. You know, there's a lot of them. It gives you access again. Like I said, there are 30 million people searching YouTube for entertainment. So that gives you access to that. So that's a broader audience. So, you know, you're, if you're just posting on Facebook, you only have the people using Facebook. If you're posting just on Instagram, you only have the audience on Instagram. If you're posting on Twitter, you only have on Twitter, right? And they have a small group of people who are going to watch. But YouTube is connected to who? Google. So if they're searching something on Google, there's a chance your podcast can pop up. 
So let's say your podcast and how to do a podcast. You you name that as your show. You'll bounce to the top of Google because Google's going to be like, well, I have a YouTube and they want to push people to YouTube. Why? Because it's their platform or eyeballs on either their platforms, either of their platforms. They're going to be happy because they make money. So if you're making money, they're making money. Everyone's happy and your fans are happy because they have an audience and they can see your face. Now, all these episodes, all the interviews I do uh, for all my podcasts, they do end up on YouTube. It does take some time because I want more people and more eyeballs on my channel, my live channel, because it makes me feel better. But YouTube is there for people watching watching back. So you have access to that audience, again, to move them from different platforms. You have to do that as well. Um, also, one of the benefits, just like live streaming on Facebook, you can interact with your fans in the comments. I know a lot of YouTubers who say at the end of their video, hey, if you're watching this when it goes up for the next 30 to 40 minutes, I'm going to be responding to every comment. And they go and they respond to every comment, like every comment and that. So you have that engagement that you can do. My man, Mick Manhattan, how are you doing? Always good to see you. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, Mick, you guys have uh, a YouTube channel over at the Scene Snobs, I think, correct? I'm hoping I'm not just saying random things and you're still paying attention but yeah it's it's beneficial um because you can interact with your audience just like i interact with my audience when they make comments here show it up on screen talk to you guys that's another thing that's live you know that's what happens with live streaming in that another thing is like i mentioned before youtube is connected to google and google is the king of seo so if your youtube channel is seo'd properly with the keywords and the the proper search modifications and all that, and it's done properly, YouTube's going to use that and hand it off to their big brother, Google. And so it's going to help your ranking on Google. <clears throat> so, and like we talked about yesterday with the backlinks, YouTube is a great place. So if you have more stuff on YouTube backlinking to your website, that means you get more. Uh, let's go along here. Boom, Mick has answered. To be honest, I stream to YouTube and I like to build it out, but the show don't do well outside of live. My shorter vi videos and clips do better. Yes, that's something I'm going to be touch, uh, touching on later. The The length of your YouTube videos are important as well, because if it's too long, some people may not watch it, and that's going to damage your watch time and the recommended. So you can do some stuff. I'm going to talk about that later, about a, one or two YouTubers that do clips and what I've learned from watching YouTubers. But yeah, live streaming does help with engagement once you start getting that role and that. But yeah, like Mick said, the shorter the video and the clips, they usually do a bit better. Um, eventually, you can do the long things. But Mick, Mick, Mick is just amazing with his podcast. So yeah. Um, another thing about YouTube that is great is your analytics. You can find out more about your audience from YouTube because that's what Google invested so much money into. If you ever looked or watched an analytic... Uh, oh. Here we go. I was about to ask the same. Would you put the whole episode out or edit it? It's really up to you. You can have one dedicated just to the full video, like some podcasters or some YouTubers do. They have the full unedited, like the edited version of your podcast that you put out right there. But then they have a clip channel afterwards and they just put the highlights there. That's something you can do. Uh, you can do somewhat similar to what Howard Stern does with his podcast. He does just a snippet of it. And if you want more, you have to go either to his Patreon or to his, you know, sign up to SiriusXM to get the full access. So that's something you can do. You can put on the short 
clips and go, hey, if you're interested in learning more about it, go over to my Patreon, go over to my uh, buy me a coffee or go over to my OnlyFans or wherever you have uh, outside of um, the YouTube place and say, look, if you want the full thing, you have to pay for it and you get the full episode or listen to the full one on, uh, you know, on Spotify and all that. That's something you can look at doing as well. Uh, what program would I here? I'll bring it up. What program would you recommend to edit your videos? Personally, at the beginning, um, depending on how strong your computer is, I use DaVinci Resolve. Again, it's free, but there is a paid version. Uh, but there are a ton, ton of uh, free software out there. Shotgun, I believe, is one as well. That's a simple editor. It doesn't eat up a lot of memory. DaVinci Resolve is very uh, powerful, and you need a strong PC. And I would suggest having an actual desktop and not a laptop because it won't run on a laptop unless you have the newfangled editing ones. Um, Mick, my boy, uses uh, Filmora 9. Another great thing. There's thousands of resources out there. Find something that you're comfortable with and just start using that. And eventually you'll get better. And then when you can hire someone to do the work for you, hire someone. Stick to one of the biggest things, and I, I I just talked about this on one of my recent podcast episodes of Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast, a number ten percent podcast globally. Um, just just rubbing that in there. Uh, I talked with someone, and they talked about bottlenecking, and when you start automating, you have to be able to remove yourself from where you're not doing anything good, and move yourself to where you're better at. Specialize into what you're good at, and stick to that. If you know someone who's a great editor and or if they're a student and they're looking for some more work, hire them. Let them do the editing and see if that works for you. Um, here we go. Mick is doing something original with his. He's going to be start doing mini episodes and clips from the main show, but also short original content. That works as well. Your YouTube channel can be an extension of your podcast. You can do whatever you want with it so that people can find you. And the more videos you have out there, the more chances of people are getting there. You get to learn how to do stuff better. Also, I would suggest following YouTubers who talk about building YouTube channels. There's one that I like watching. His name is Make Money Matt. Uh, he's a great YouTuber. He shares a lot of his analytics and how he grew uh, nine YouTube channels, nine of them that he, uh, eight of them, I believe he doesn't show his face on. They're just strictly content and animation, stuff like that. How he grew those to monetize and how he grew his one that he's on, Make Money Matt, which is his name channel, how he grew up, grew that to monetize. He has multiple channels, over a hundred thousand followers. He has one that's over a million followers and he teaches you and he shows you what you have to do. Highly suggest you check them out because his stuff is valuable for you and you'll definitely learn from it. But going back, like he says, uh, like Matt talks about in uh, Make Money Matt, it gives you more information right now. The stats out there for podcasting is horrid. There's not a lot. Apple, you need to have a huge number of downloads. Your hosting platform may not be that good because bots can download, so you don't know the listeners. But YouTube had put in thousands, not thousands, millions and millions of dollars behind their analytics because they took what they had from Google and brought it over. And so they already had this great base. So the analytics and understanding your audience and which shows do do better than others and where you drop off and all that stuff is so so incredible so if you do have a google account a gmail account you have a youtube account go in there and you know look at the analytics that are there look at what they have obviously you won't have a lot of stuff because you just started but you can 
here, I'm going to share my screen because I'm using something here. This is some of the analytics you can see. Like it can tell you the number of views, your watch, the like the number of hours of watch time, the number of subscribers, your estimated revenue when you start making, and you can get this graph. You also have audience retention, which is really important. You so you find out where are they dropping off in your episode. You go listen to it. What's going on in that episode and why are they dropping? And how do I remove that from your episode? You also get to see the real time when they're watching the searches and all that. So like YouTube spends millions of dollars to make sure their analytics are on point so that you can have a better podcast or a better YouTube video and make people stay on their platform. Their goal is to have people stay on the platform as long as possible. So they're giving you all these tools for free so that you can get uh, more audience, more eyeballs on their platform. That's all they care because the more audience, more eyeballs on their platform, the more chance that they can sell something and make money. And so they sell an ad and that's all they care about. They're using you to get audience uh, eyeballs and you might as well use the power that they give you. They're, they're leveling you up for success. Sometimes though, there are some cons to using uh, YouTube against the pros. You have to look at the cons. Listener engagement can be lower at the beginning when you're starting. They're like people may stop listening if it's boring, they may fall off, they may not even comment. So you have to watch out for that. That will be something, but you have to disagree, just ignore that uh for the beginning. Also, the there's a low return on investment. So if you invest on a, a, a great camera, you know, invest on paying someone to edit and all that, you may not see your money right away. I know a lot of YouTubers that took five, 10 years to build it up. But if you already have a great audience of listeners to your podcast, make sure to transfer them over, show them what you like, like Mick said, different content on YouTube, mention that you have a YouTube channel that you do other content on don't shove it down their face, make the links in your show notes. If you look in the show notes on this, you see a lot of links and some of them are to the YouTube channel. So you want that. There are secrets that I only teach my students how to automatically subscribe, get subscribers, but ah, I'm not sharing that now. Uh, but yeah, it also takes time and money. And you will put in a lot of time and effort, just like growing your podcast. It will take time. What I would suggest you do if you videotape like this, just upload the raw. Just upload it the raw for now. And once you start getting an audience and you start getting used to it and you can start editing better, then start editing and grow. No one started off perfect. Just put it up there. Good is okay. Okay is okay. You know, as long as it works and people can watch and enjoy it, then that's okay. People will watch and people will enjoy it. So that's my suggestion there. There's thousands of things. Uh, but also you have to remember like people can watch 30 seconds of your clip and that's going to hit your analytics as well. So there's pros and cons to it and how Google will, uh, will help you. Um, what you can do, let's say you don't want to show your face. You always can just use something like headliner and do an audiogram and just have that a static image with you guys talking that's available too. you don't need to put your face on YouTube as well. You can do like I do and film the whole episode, the whole interview and then put it up. You can, uh, but what also great is you can use the repurpose the film for content on Instagram on Twitter on Facebook showing clips of the YouTube video and send them to it. I know Nigel, who I interviewed and will be uh, who we interviewed last last Friday sorry, where we talked about 
uh, the podcast and how he shares certain clips from his podcast on Facebook and moves people to the YouTube channel. That's something you guys can do as well. Um, some tips, some tips, close captioning on your videos because Google is now looking to learn how to listen and transcribe uh, uh, audio because they want more engagement. So they want to give when someone's searching for something, if you have uh, transcripts, depending on the language, depending on what it is, if someone's searching for it, Google can use that. Go, oh, well, this podcast talked about it. So yes, let, here you go, this YouTube channel, this YouTube video. And now your video is being viewed by someone because they searched. YouTube will put videos to the top because they want more people on YouTube. So you remember that. Maximize Google's tools for your use and add closed captioning. Uh, make your thumbnail stand out. If you have an impressive guest, get them in there. Learn how to make good thumbnails or hire someone to make good thumbnails because that's going to help you as well because people are going to see the thumbnail, they're going to be interested in viewing it, and they're going to click on it. And that's going to help your click-through rate, which will help your engagement and help Google and YouTube promote your stuff. This is incredibly important stuff. Um, if you want, add timestamps. So if you have an interview and you have some important parts, or if you're doing a movie review or you're doing spoilers or something like that, you can put in timestamps. Google allows, uh, YouTube allows you to do that. What's a thumbnail? What's a thumbnail? Uh, a thumbnail is the image that uh, Google shows. So hold on, let me pull up YouTube and I'll show you a thumbnail. You know what, if you see it, you know what it is. Um, here we go. Share screen. Uh, Adam, these are thumbnails. All these pictures that you see here, as you can see, I have like a whole bunch of stuff. These are the thumbnails. These are thumbnails. They're just the picture that you, sh you have, uh, before the video picks. It's the poster, if you will. It's the poster of the episode, the poster of that. Yeah. Adam uh, just realized and he's like, oh, silly me. But yeah, you there's there's videos on how to make a perfect thumbnail. There's videos on how to do better for um for YouTube videos. Like YouTube University, YouTube has access to so much and they can teach you so much. So I would highly suggest uh checking that out. Um yeah, it's having a YouTube channel is another source, another way of getting your podcast out there, getting people into what we like to call your sales funnel. That's something else I talk about with my uh, team. So if you're inch or my uh, my audience, if uh, not my audience, my clients or my coaching clients, if you're interested, I will help you how to generate a sales funnel so that you can either sell stuff, grow your business or whatever. That's what I do. It's my job. So uh, that's pretty much it. This is the episode. Uh, YouTube, do it. Get a YouTube channel. It's simple. It's free. It's another platform for you to, uh, to share your content with. Uh, find people that are good at it. If you're in a school, you probably can find some uh, students who are looking for extra credit. Uh, you can use Fiverr. You can find anything. There's thousands of things or do it yourself. You know, uh, I like, since I, I'm lazy, I just upload the, these videos to YouTube and we'll release them later on. And that way you build 
people watching. It doesn't matter how many people subscribe. Don't worry about that. Just con the consistency is key and eventually you'll get better. You just have to constantly think and learn how to do better. Search what you want. Search how to grow your podcast. That's why I started this podcast as a, uh, as a tool for other podcasters who are just starting to learn how to grow their podcast and be better. Um, let's see here. Would you get a YouTube channel now or work on building your other social medias first? Great question, Adam. Uh, personally, it doesn't hurt to have both. You can always, I, podcasting is a full-time job. It's, it's going to take you 40 hours a week on top of your day job. Know that I, with the editing, with the promoting, with doing everything that you need to do for podcasting, it is a full-time job. It's not just show up, listen, and that's it. If you want to make it, if you want to grow, it is a grind. So it all depends on you. I would suggest having it and you don't have to use it. There's a lot of people that just have the channel and sometimes they upload videos later on. What you can do, Adam, is I always suggest growing one social media platform first and think of YouTube as like Apple or anything else. It's a distribution of your podcast. So it's another opportunity to share your podcast. Growing your social media is different than growing your YouTube channel or getting a YouTube channel. Because a YouTube channel, all you have to do is upload the video. Um, if you don't want to work hard on it and you don't want to edit or anything like that, create a template. Have your intro, have your outro already created, always the same, and just put the video in, clack. And then you just render it and put it up on YouTube and you use the same, use the same copy that you use for your posting of YouTube. Uh, for your podcast. So if you're interviewing, like I know you recently had some uh, great people, Lee. Oh, I can't remember his name. Give me one second here. Oh, I don't, and I don't even have my phone here. Uh, you put me in contact with uh, a former president of Disney resorts. And, you know, you have that amazing video. You just put your intro, go a simple intro, like you're listening to, or you're watching TWS sports podcast. A po Lee Cockrell. Thank you. So much, uh, Adam, for that. Lee Cockrell. Um, you can have this basic, just have your image of your uh, your podcast logo go, you're listening to the DWS Sports Podcast, a podcast from the school, da-da-da. Now, let's listen to the episode. That's the intro. Then you go into your regular episode. You show the video. Everybody's happy because you don't have to be perfect. It can be just simply the video of the interview that you have. And at the end, you go, you have your outro go, you've been listening to this. If you want more, make sure you subscribe at the links down below. And that's it. And then you just click those on for now. And it doesn't have to be perfect as long as it looks good, which usually you do on Zoom and all that. And you're done. You're that That's it. Everyone's happy. Put it up on YouTube. And that's it. And eventually, when you start making some money, you can set, you can pay someone to edit edit it, make it look better, do better thumbnails, do all this. And you can use the thumbnails on your social media. If you think about it, always remember you can repurpose your content. Repurposing your podcast is probably the easiest thing you can do because you can either turn it into a blog post. You can turn it into a, a simple transcript of the episode. You can use clips to promote your podcast like you've been doing, Adam, on uh, Facebook and in your Facebook group, you've been posting teasers that is can be used everywhere else you already have the content you're just putting it up on youtube and just getting slowly better by learning just make it part of your routine once you've done editing the episode put the raw up on youtube if you want 
It's it's that simple. So yeah, you can I, I would suggest getting it because you already have the content. It's already there. All you're doing is just distributing it to one different place. Uh, pardon me. That's that's really it. Um, you'll see there's even YouTubers who live stream on it. You know, you know, you can live stream on Twitch. There's a lot of podcasters who use Twitch to live stream. Again, it's all depending on what you're comfortable with. If you're not ready to add a YouTube channel, just get the YouTube channel. You don't have to do anything. Have people subscribe to it, even if there's no videos. And eventually when you're ready, you can upload the stuff to it when you have time. You know, it's it's all about putting in the process uh, for your podcast. And that's what I, I do. That's what people hire me to do. I help them put in the process so they do they get the most bang for their buck. So every minute they're working, every time they're doing a podcast, they're getting the most out of that content so that they can be, uh, they can grow and be better. Um, that's pretty much it. Listen, uh, having a YouTube channel is just like having an Apple, uh, channel, if you will, or a Spotify channel. It's just another place for you to distribute your content and you have to decide on how, you're going to distribute it on YouTube. Are you going to put the full episode? Or are you going to put clips? That's something you have to decide because it's it's unique to you. Every podcast is different. Every listener is different. And you may try, you know, putting out the full episodes and that's not working. So you put out clips and you see, like, like Mick said, the clips have been doing better. They're shorter episodes. So that may work for you. But it, being that you have an interview and you uh, podcast and you interview so many amazing people, Adam, it could be beneficial to put the whole episode up there, but if you're looking to generate income, I'll ha put a clip up. Put a like if your podcast is thirty minutes, put a ten minute clip, and say if you want to listen to the full episode, go to Patreon and pay five dollars for the whole episode. That's a possibility that you can do later on. It all depends on what you your goal is with that platform. So when you're doing posting on social media, what's your goal with the social media? Like when you're on uh, Facebook, what's your goal with Facebook? Is it to grow your Facebook group? Is it to grow your Facebook page? Is it just to make people aware of your podcast? On Instagram, what's the point of Instagram? Are you just showing episodes? Are you doing, what are you doing in each platform? Have a plan of action for each platform because each platform is different and you have to understand each platform. So I would suggest starting with one platform, get comfortable enough with that so that you can learn how to automate it and make it better, then jump to another platform. Each platform is its own beast, but if you have a basis on using one platform over another, those tools you'll be able to leverage and that knowledge you'll be able to leverage to grow the other platforms. I would suggest, and this is a long winded, I've said it before, just put the videos up on YouTube with or without an intro. It's up to you how much editing and how much work you want to put into it. It's your choice. Um, that's pretty much it. I am of course, feel better. Uh, if you have more questions, more comments, leave them in the, uh, more questions or want to leave a comment, leave them in the comment section, go to the YouTube page. Cause it's going to be there. Leave a comment there. Uh, Adam, could you do an episode about that? How best to use different social medias to grow your podcast? I, I definitely do have planned for each platform, uh, different, uh, one episode on each platform, showing you the tips and tricks to grow. I, some tips and trips tricks to grow your platform uh on different social media i will definitely do that uh later on uh down the road uh it could be just a pure youtube video it could be just a pure uh audio version or it could be a live i haven't decided yet we'll see what's coming down the pipeline maybe i'll get an expert on to help us on the podcast i do have that ability but anyways 
Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I am, of course, Phil Better. This is the podcast series under the Invest in Yourself brand. I'm a podcast mogul. I help people grow their podcasts, monetize their podcasts, or even just start their podcast from businesses to entrepreneurs to sports owners and more. Uh, from my uh, humble abode, aka the Feel Better Studio, to your lovely house that I'm streaming into, I thank you so much for listening and remember to invest in yourself. Thank you.